Hello and welcome to episode 12 of Shared Discovery, the show and podcast dedicated to sharing all the exciting, enjoyable aspects of games and gaming. I'm your host, Victor. Today, I'm joined by Xander. How have you been? Uh, tired. Tired. I've been playing all nighters, playing Tears of the Kingdom. Tears of the Kingdom. You finally got it. Yeah. The last time you were here, we were talking about you playing Breath of the Wild, getting ready for Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. Does it hold up? Absolutely. It is definitely better than Breath of the Wild. You like it better? Oh, yeah. Okay. There's a lot more. I, I like the underground. Okay. I thought I wasn't. Yeah. But I like I like the chasm. Okay, I I hear it's blowing everyone all expectations oh, yeah. out of the water. Oh yeah. So you like the three levels? You like the sky, middle, I mean, underground? The sky not as much. Not as much because there's not actually as much as there, I thought there was going to okay. be. Okay. There's only a few archipelagos scattered throughout the map. Interesting. So this is actually Although, you talking about Breath of the Wild, Tears of the Kingdom is perfect because today we're talking about speedrunning. Hmm? Speedrunning my favorite little corner of gaming, right? We'll get into what it is, but you already told me what it is earlier. Tell them. Uh, game go fast. Game go fast. Game so we're gonna fast. talk about, for an hour, we're not gonna go fast, but we're gonna talk about games going fast. <laughs> <laughs> so I, this is a perfect topic. We've been talking about Breath of the Wild for a while. I love speedruns ever since. Uh, I've watched Small Ant, Point Crow. Uh, I watch a Pokemon speedrun channel called Scott's Thoughts. He does Gen 1 speedruns. Scott the Waz. Scott the Waz, I haven't heard yeah. of that. He's cool. Is he cool? Okay. He just talks about Nintendo so, stuff. Okay, cool. So I'm sure he knows Nintendo speedruns. So we're gonna talk about, today we're gonna talk about what they are, how you can get into speedrunning, the different like different versions of the community you can participate in, right? Today we're fans and viewers, but maybe you want to be a speedrunner, so we're going to teach you that. Yeah. 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 Uh, basic, and before we get into that, just uh, really excited to say that the show is finally on Spotify. So yeah. get out there, yeah. check that out. Yeah. And the YouTube, it's officially out. This is going to be 10 weeks later. But oh, yeah. But it's yeah, still it's fun. Been to out for ten weeks. It's fun to say. It's been out for ten weeks. Go watch all ten episodes. Yeah. Well, actually, twelve weeks. This is episode twelve. Go watch all twelve and come back. <laughs> so you want to get into this? You want to yeah. talk about speed? Yeah. Let's do it. Uh, no. Yeah. So I put a couple links in here, and these are the references that I use for building this episode because. We might put them in. The we had to. We had to do our research, right? We're not speedrunners. We're fans. We gotta know what we're talking about. So the main two resources that I have here are from speedrun.com, and they they have a knowledge base. They have like that's the whole like place where people like submit their speedruns. Oh, absolutely. Speedrun.com. If you're gonna be a speedrunner, you gotta know this website. There are a lot of resources, but this is a huge hub for speedrunners. And then the other source I got is Reddit of all things. Yeah. It's a nightmare. And it's actually from this specific, it's not, well, it can be pros and cons. The big pro here is that they have a really good speedrunning community. Oh, yeah. And they, I got this post from an angry panda. That's their username. Nice. And they actually detailed nine steps on how to get into speedrunning. So we're going to talk about that today. A bit later. So, but before we go in, I did want to talk a little bit about speedrun.com. Because like you said, it's yeah. like a main it's, resource. It's the main place where people submit mm -hmm. their speedruns. I mean, all of them. Almost all of them are on YouTube. Yeah, so... And we'll, that's actually, like, you submit the video. Mm -hmm. To do YouTube. a speedrun, you have to submit, submit a video of you completing it. And what speedrun.com does is it provides leaderboards, resources, references, the records, so any speedrun that you want to do. Let's say I, you know, want to do a Pokemon speedrun. We did a Pokemon episode. Maybe I want to do Pokemon speedrun. I boot up, I look up the game, and I, okay, Pokemon Blue. I can oh. see the time that it took for the world record, and any time I can click on that and watch how they did it. It's a, it's very important to a which we'll talk about today because I actually practiced a little. Just, just for this I episode, I practiced I a little. I, I just watched Point Crow. I, I followed Angry Panda's, Angry Panda's techniques. So, but Speedrun.com is huge. It has amassed three million eight hundred fifty-nine thousand two hundred sixty individual runs across over thirty-four thousand games. That's insane. So there's a community for so many games, so many runs, so many content. And there are over 1.5 million users on the website. So everyone's done it at least twice. Everyone has, 
done a lot of them. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you. If we do the math, but it's yeah, around it's twice. twice, right? It's around twice, average. We're not mathematicians. Just math. We're just math. <laughs> so I am math. They say it's important. They welcome all speedrunners. They welcome all fans there, all people in the community, right? And so, like I already said, a lot of the knowledge is going to come from there, and it's going to come from an angry pandas. I love that name, by the way. Yeah, that's a great that's name. A great that's name. a great an name. An angry pandas Reddit Reddit post. So, but this before we go, we, what do we do? We always define what we're talking about. So tell the, them what is speedrunning. The, the actual death. You already told them game right, go well, fast. But what's the definition? Is, mine is game go fast. Yes. But the actual one is speedrunning is when an individual attempts to be part or all of a video game as quickly as possible. This can include individual levels, specific objectives, or unique limitations decided by the community or player. Absolutely. So that's the, I ripped that straight from speedrun.com because I felt like we needed a... You stole a, like, it from speedrun.com? Listen, I referenced them. I used the source appropriately, yeah. okay? Yeah, we, we cited, we cited <laughs> we our source, yes. So this is a very clear definition of what we're gonna be basing the whole episode off of. Yes, simply, it is game go fast. Game go fast. But what you're gonna be doing, is we'll go over different categories of what that means, is you working with the community, you define how you're going to go fast in whatever game you're talking you choose to play whatever game is fun for you so we'll really we'll get into that as we go but most games can actually be speedrun but there are a few categories where that really doesn't work so we wanted to mention that here because and so again looked on a couple reddit posts and some people said that games with a fixed time limit so a game where you have one minute to get this many points not really great for not able to be speedrun because said Mario Party, but no, because the main metric for a speedrun is time. Everything you're trying to do, every speedrun you do, you're trying to get a faster time. So games where it's always the same amount of time can't really be speedrun. Yeah. So then that's one caveat that I saw there, and then another one that I saw is games generally where the goal is to just survive, survive for this amount of time. There's no, unless you find a glitch to speed through that, right? To go move the timer forward. Tip it, remember. remember, if time is not moving, if you can't speed up the time somehow in a game, it can't be speed. You just said reminded me of an objective in Halo Reach, okay. where it just says survive and you physically cannot do it. Really? Yeah. Interesting, the what is that about? You, the, it's the final thing in the game and the game makes you die. Oh no. Like, you cannot survive it. Oh man, so they're like, see you next time. Yeah. <laughs> well, see you in the next see game. See you in the next game, okay. So that's what speedrunning is. Just remember that an individual, and that's another caveat, is most multiplayer competitive games can't be speedrun. There's some games where players' co-op games work together to do a speedrun, but you're trying to beat the game as fast as possible. So like a multiplayer game like Call of Duty, you're not really going to be able to speedrun, I mean, but I mean, a, lot of, a lot of people will speedrun the zombie levels or the campaign levels, there has to be a consistency to what you're speedrunning. Mm -hmm. So how do, what, do, what does it look like if we join the community, right? What are the different roles? And what speedrun.com said is that there's this misnomer that if you're gonna be part of the community, you have to be a runner. No. No, there's all kinds of roles and all of these build the community as a whole. So you have game moderators. These are people on the speedrun.com, on Discord, that are making sure that the rules are being followed, they're verifying the times of the players, watching their submitted views, they're making sure all of the rules are clear for speedruns, and, and, and they know the games well enough to do this. They're probably runners themselves. They probably are, because you have to have such a knowledge of the game to when someone submits a speedrun to know what they're doing, if it's cheating, if it's spliced together, what what tricks they're using, if it's a glitch, if it's a cheat. You have to know all of these things. So that, that is probably the high, a really high level of responsibility in the community, right? But today we're, we're here to talk mainly about runners. Yeah. And so 
But after runners, you have glitch hunters and routers. So these are people that are looking for the game-breaking bugs and glitches that allow people to go fast in the game, to beat Dark Souls in an hour, less than an hour. <laughs> that's the, that's the. How does that work? It's crazy. We could talk about that a little uh, bit later. Like uh, Breath of the Wild, the wind bomb allows you to go to launch yourself. Yes, yeah, the Breath of the Wild speed runs crazy, isn't oh, yeah. it? It's, it's down to like 25 minutes or very something. It's very competitive. Very competitive. And so what these glitch hunters and routers will do, these are the people that help the runners succeed. They're looking for the glitches in the game that make it possible to go faster in a game. They're trying every combination, every weird spot in the game to try to say, try this. This will give you 30 seconds. This will save you this much time. And then routers, these are really important for open world games. You and I talked about open world games a little while back, but these are important because open world games can go anywhere. So routers, like, as someone who's gonna try all of these paths and say, this is the most optimal speed that you can have. Yeah, and mm -hmm. people are still trying to do that from Mario Odyssey. Really? <laughs> wow. I know that they're, Tears of the Kingdom's been out about a month now, yeah. and there's already been a lot of optimizations in that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even gonna try. To not even gonna try. Well, I mean, you could watch give me, it. Give me two years. There you go, give it, give it two years. You can also be tool developers, because there are tool-assisted speedruns, which are tools that allow us to hit inputs that humans might not be able to do. I'd wanna, I'd wanna see a robot. A robot? Like, actually, <laughs> like, a robot actually trying to do a speed Yeah, run. program a robot to do the speed run. So these are programmers that are, that are saying, like, I know you're, you're going to play this speed run. Let's give you a tool to do all the, the theoretically possible things, the things that you have to be able to hit on a single frame. Well, let's get a tool to do that, right? And you can just be... Uh, designers or artists, you can make layouts for people, you can make art for the community of famous speedrunners, right? Famous clips. Designer, we can make famous clips, right? Um, so I would also say that YouTubers that discuss and share information about speedruns and make it digestible probably fall into this category too. And the next category, so fans and viewers, that's us, us. that's that, us. That's me. Yes, not a designer. Maybe, maybe we're artists. I, mean, I just said that. We're on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. But we're, we're the fans. We're really interested in watching these people succeed. And the community needs fans and viewers just as much. Yeah. Right? And something I wanted to put here is there is actually a speedrunning convention. Uh, there's two of them a year. It's, I think it's called Games Done Quick. And there's a summer one and a fall one. Sorry if I'm messing that up. I was listening to a podcast about it recently. And it's multiple day event where it's scheduled out different blocks of speed running. So you have your popular games like Mario, uh, the Marios, the Zeldas, Breath of, Breath of the Wild, right? And then they'll have the one I was listening to was 2021, and they had an animal at block, right? So all games where you play as the animal. <laughs> so one of the games was Crab Fight. So you're just like a giant crab fighting, and that was a speedrun category. Crab yeah. rifle doing that. Exactly. And so it's like there, there's a huge community around this. All of the, the games are shared and saved on blogs and put on YouTube, so you can see what the top-tier speedrunners are working on. Mm -hmm. So when you find a game that you like, if you're a fan, a viewer, a glitch hunter, a runner, step one, Join the Discord. Yeah. Discords are huge. Huge we wealths make, of knowledge. We might make one. We, we might. They might know about it in like another two months. Yeah. Because we're so ahead. But yeah. we might. So ahead. <laughs> we're so ahead. So find the game you like. Join the Discord. And that typically has the, the runners, the information, the access to the forums. The or the tool. The devs, a lot, yeah, absolutely. I know Terraria, I'm pretty sure their devs hang out in there, in the Discord there, so. I mean, a lot of people use Discord. Oh, absolutely. It's very popular. So, we talked about what speedrunning is. We talked about joining the community. So let's go back to an Angry Panda's nine steps of becoming a speedrunner. Yes. If you, I will say here too, if you have already, if you're already a speedrunner, and you're like, I want to try being a modder. 
speedrun.com has a great list of steps on how to be, not a moder, a moderator. Yeah. If you want to become a moderator, check that out. We're not going to talk about Watch that. Watch like 50,000 speedruns. Yeah, you get that knowledge base. But I, again, saying modding brings this up for me. Uh, mods, we talked about this in the pre-show. Yeah, uh, Doug Doug. Yeah. He, he, he basically mods uh, Point Crow, a different YouTuber, mm -hmm. actually used one of his mods. Oh, right, uh, yeah. That said, like, I'm going to try to do the any percent speedrun, but if I say this word, 50 of this spawn. Oh. Like, bears. Shrek. Shrek was one of them. That was, that was a heavily modded one. Yes, I saw, or Charizard was one of them. I saw the that was, yeah, there were two of them that he did. One where it was like, just re normal things, mm. like fish. <laughs> just fish. And then the popping. other one where uh, the modder just put skins on things. Fantastic. To, to change the way they look. They function the same way. So modders rule. Modders make the community yeah. super fun. And so that would fit into this tool developer category. Sorry to fit, forget you modders. We love you. You're awesome. And modders will make like randomized speed runs. They'll, they'll make like the mods that you yep. were talking about. Uh, Waikutero. What is that? Waikutero is a person. Oh, okay. Cool, cool. That's uh, he, awesome. He mods. He's a modder. Thank you but for what you do. You put one of the like old temples into Breath of the Wild. Really? From yeah. an earlier game? And it was either Skyward Sword or Ocarina of Time. That's fantastic. Which. Yes. So this this brings brand new light to speedrunning. Oh, yeah. So love you, modders. So, oh, yeah. So today, we're going to talk about getting into speedrunning. So nine steps. We're going to go back and forth. I'm going to start here with number one. And an angry panda says, pick a game you love. Yeah, let's do that right now. Pick a game you love. Let's do it right now. Okay, what are you going to pick? Uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Tears of the Kingdom? <laughs> or Breath of the Wild. Okay. Yeah, either. All right, I picked a game earlier when I practiced, so I'm going to pick Terraria as my game. So these will be our bases of reference as we talk through these steps here. So you need to pick a game you absolutely love, that you won't mind starting over and over and over and over again. You gotta love playing the game, yeah. right? I, I watched a Spyro speedrun, right? This is a PlayStation 1 little dragon gem hunting game. And there is this one spot where you use a technique where you get this rat in a corner and it springboards you higher. But when you get to that point in the game, the rat's not always there. So she did this, did 2,000 runs. How many times do you think she was successful getting that rat to the corner? 47. 47. Because I already told you this. Yeah. I'm surprised I, I'm surprised I remembered that. That's a 97% failure rate. But she did it. She has the world record now because she was persistent. So you're going to be doing it a lot. Make sure you like the game. I hope. I hope she likes Spyro. <laughs> yeah. After all this time, I really hope Go that play she Skylanders. So this means... There are some games that you have to sit through a 10-minute intro, unskippable intro. Old games have that. Older games have that. And newer Pokemon games. Newer Pokemon games. Yeah, you're gonna have to gonna have to go through that. Um, Legends Arceus is a big one. Yeah. An to, hour of cutscenes at the beginning. You can like you can shrink it down to like 12 to 15 if you're really mashing, oh, <laughs> really button mashing. That's me when I'm playing Tears of the Kingdom. But that's like, a lot, like, though. This is, my first, this is the first time I've played it, and I'm just like. You want to get to the speed run, so you've got to really like the game, right? And then I kind of jumped ahead here, but there are RNG, so random number gener generator is what that's called. That means when some, something happens randomly in the game that you can't account for. No matter how much skill you have, no matter how much skill that runner for Spyro has, I'm, I'm sorry that I didn't look up your name. I apologize for that. Um, awesome speedrun, but she, there's nothing she could do. No amount of skill would change where that rat would be. Right, so there you gotta love the game enough to deal with the RNG, especially in Pokemon games. Crits are gonna happen, and never guaranteed a certain Pokemon. Misses are gonna happen. You're not guaranteed a po certain Pokemon. There are optimizations that have happened in the Pokemon community to try to get make sure you uh, land on the perfect stat Pokemon, but 
There's only so much you can so do. Those games are RNG ridden. So you can get to the end, this is the one, and then you get crit. Yeah. And a crit is critically hit, meaning in earlier gens, I think it did double damage. So those early games, uh, the crit would just cause their attack to hit you for twice the normal amount of damage. So you gotta be... Draco Meteor hits you for 220 damage. Yes. <laughs> you gotta love the game. Uh, step one. We that's, picked our game. That's, that's step one. So, and so I think it's important here, that you picked your game that you love, pick a category. Pick a category. So the, the category, there are main, three main categories, and pre-show, we were talking about a different category here, which we'll get to in a second. Fun but category. The fun category, but the first category is a 100%. Straightforward, right? You're completing the entire game. This can often include completing certain objectives, lists, completing all key items, all side quests, etc. What counts as 100% will vary for each game. Yeah. Some games aren't possible to do 100%. Others take a long time, but are doable. Breath of the Wild takes forever. And you never know what you're missing. I think we looked, it was 18 hours. 15, I think. Oh, it's down? I think okay. It's been 15 hours okay. for a while. That's, how long do you think it took you to beat Breath of the Wild? This is a perfect example of what speed going fast is. Well, it took me a few days because I only play for a little bit. By the time, like, Although, like 60 hours, 40, 60? 20. 20, okay, so for you, it took 20 hours just well, to beat the main I've game. I've been playing Tears <laughs> of the Kingdom for around 60 already, wow. and I'm still not done because I was stuck on a boss. Yes. 23 tries. And, we'll, and we're gonna talk about that soon when we get to the practice section, right? So 100%, it's gonna vary, right, but Think about Breath of the Wild. They dropped it down to like 15 to 18 hours. I don't want to miss Without doing the... With everything. Running. That's all oh, 900 oh. Koroks. That's yeah. all shrines. Oh, the Koroks are going to... Collecting oh, everything. Oh, you know that thing you get once you collect all 900 Koroks? Yeah. It's there again in... It's there <laughs> again. Are there more Koroks in? There's Tears a thousand. They, they upped it. The, they had to they mess with it. They upped it. <laughs> And they gave you the same stupid gift. So that's that's 100%. Pretty straightforward. Not always rewarded in the game, but we're, as speedrunners, we're going to be rewarded with better and better times. Yeah. So any percent is the next category. This is for those who simply want to complete the game as fast as possible. Any percent is about finding the shortest way to the goal. Yeah. Right. And the goal typically in games is getting the end credits. Yeah. Whatever Breath that is. Breath of the Wild. I... You don't have to do the four other things to beat, go to the main boss. You can go straight to the main boss. Mm. And that's like 30 minutes. Yeah, it's fast. It's super fast. And Most it's, of that's on the starter area. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, because you, you have to beat that before you can move to the rest of the game. But once you're off there, Boom. I, that is actually, I think that's a really like beginner friendly speedrun to watch because they're doing, they're going fast, they're using a lot of tricks and techniques. You're going to be amazed by yeah. what speedrunners And then do. once you beat Ganon the first time, you have to beat him again. But once you get to that second fight, you know you're going to do it because yeah. it's so easy. You got it figured out because of the speedrun. So in the any percent here, you, if you like going f very fast and using a variety of the glitches and tricks that you may have found or the glitch hunters have found, that's probably the category for you. Yeah. But if you're like, I don't want to use those glitches, I don't want to fall through the floor, I don't want to do anything janky, I just want to play the game very fast, the next category is called glitchless. So it's a category that avoids using those glitches to complete the game. It can rely on tricks, but it won't but you won't need to learn any of those those glitches, the falling through the floor or warp glitches. You just want to use what the game tr gives you, right, on paper, without glitches, get to the end as fast as possible by optimization. But the fourth category, tell them what the fourth category we came up with is. The fun category. Yeah, so Basically, what were you telling me with this one? Uh, from Breath of the Wild. One of my favorite uh, speedruns of all time is called Dog Percent, <laughs> or all dog treasures technically, but everyone calls it Dog Percent because mm -hmm. that's easier and more adorable to say. <laughs> it is, it, yes. Uh, where you have to go around, you have to feed all the dogs, all f 
16 dogs. 16? Throughout Hyrule. Wow. I mean, there are more, but only 16 give you, like, once you feed it, leads you to a treasure chest. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. But a big part of, a big part of it, some dogs won't appear unless you build an entire town. Oh, gosh, you gotta do a whole chain of side quests before you can even pet the Two. dog. Two. Okay. Two. Uh, get, getting your house, like you have to buy a house. That could be tedious. And I, then you have to bring this guy like over like a hundred pieces of wood. My gosh, that's a hundred bundles a grind. of wood. That's a, yeah. So I assume with that speed run, you're doing that along the way. Yeah. Of the other and, and that's and probably the, the last you need one. To feed dogs. Yeah, okay. So you are getting the food, the things you need to feed, and then that one, you're probably getting the money and the wood along the way? Yeah. Okay. See that that's routing, right? That's yeah. what we were talking about earlier. That's what some of the in the community will help you figure out. But the fun percent, <laughs> these pick a game, there's you and you go to speedrun.com, it'll show you the categories. It'll show you hundred percent, any percent glitchless, and then there will be category extensions. This will see where you see like the categories that people thought were fun. The butter percent you talked about. Butter dog is, percent. Butter dog percent. Uh, you have to put butter on a dog's head. Ah, so these are the categories that people just think are funny, uh, fun, unique. Yeah. Go in there and do that. So in Terraria, I actually practiced one of these fun percents. So in Terraria, pre-hard mode, so in Terraria it's split into pre-hard mode and post-hard mode, and you get to hard mode by defeating a boss, a specific The wall boss. of flesh. The wall of flesh, as it's called. You go down to the underworld, or hell, and you beat the wall of flesh, and it starts hard mode, which opens up new gear, new bosses, everything, yeah. and new NPCs. But pre-hard mode, there are four swords that you can get, four pretty rare swords, and you can craft them into making the strongest pre-hard mode sword called Knight's Edge. So I picked this one. What you need for the Zenith. <laughs> that is part of the strongest sword in the game, but I picked how long can it take me to get Knight's Edge, right? The world record's 15 minutes. I practiced that, so we'll talk about that as we go. Yeah. So. Oh, I have another one. Yeah, go ahead. I uh, Jane Animations, a famous-ish YouTuber, uh, did Cookie Mama all gold percent. Okay. But she accidentally started another one, uh, Burnt Apple Pie percent. Interesting. <laughs> to go and burn an apple pie as fast as, as fast possible. as possible. Huh? <laughs> How long do you think that takes? You you could go straight to the apple pie one really? and you can knock it out in under okay. a minute. Under a minute? Oh yes. Some of these speed runs are ridiculous. I watched a old Minecraft one. How long does it take to get to bedrock? So he boots the game and he has two hands on his mouse and he goes and it takes one second. <laughs> one point two seconds. And yeah. the video is hilarious. He's like, I think that's it. I think that's a record. He got it. Yeah. So there. That's Minecraft classic. Yes, classic. So there, those are the fun speed runs. So those are like the four main categories. So step one, pick a game you love. Pick the category you want to do. So what is step two? Do your research. Don't go in blind unless you want to. <laughs> there are blind speed runs. It is recommended to just play the game first. Well, right. yeah. But speed running, and blind will have two two definitions for this, right? And point crow's to thank for this. Yes, point crow. Uh, actually, blindfolded. Physically blindfolded is a category of speed running. Yeah, he just put a blindfold on, memorized everything he has to do yep. to get to a certain spot. <laughs> He might not be a credit for it, but might not be the sole credit for this. Cause, he is the most. But he's like, the most well-known. He did all of Breath of the Wild like that, wasn't it? No, just the, just getting out of the Great Plateau and getting to the main boss. Which is amazing. He did an any percent speedrun blindfolded. Yeah. And the, the Games Done Quick convention I was telling you about, 20, the 2021, someone did um, Mario 64 blindfolded. They did 70 stars. Oh, no. Yeah, and so... That's blind, physically blind, mm. and then we blind have or blindfolded. cognitively blind, which is you've just never played it before. Yeah, this is your first time. First boot time up the game. Boot up the game. Time. First time, no knowledge, no nothing. Go just go in. Mm -hmm. We don't recommend that. We're on step two. We're talking about research. So play the game, not blind speed run mm -hmm. though. So it's, you have a base. You, it's a game you love. You've played it before, right? Yeah. So now, what, how do you go about doing the research? What do you, what What are you looking for? 
go to Point Crow's YouTube channel and watch his YouTube videos. He only plays a couple games, though. So what if I'm trying to find a weird one? Speedrun.com. Speedrun.com. Step one, you're going to look up that world record. And remember, every video is attached to Although there's record. a chance that no one has ever speedrun your game before. There is a which chance. Make, would make you world record holder. It would. For a little bit. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, this is interesting to talk about. If the game's not there that you want to speedrun, you can actually apply to be a moderator and get that game added to the website. Yeah, a chain mm -hmm. animation say that with mm -hmm. Cookie Mama, it, Mama 2. Exactly. So if you can get show that there's interest, that there's something unique and uh, desirable about the speedrun, you can apply to become a moderator for the yeah. game. So, but Sith, we've picked a game that we love that's already on there. We're gonna look up the world record. We're gonna watch it. We're gonna watch it a few times. We're gonna slow and, down. We're gonna rewatch it. to take notes. Yes, this, this is huge. And like a history class. An angry panda in his Reddit post, bolded, capitalized it. Take notes. Oh. It's important. I th uh, that tells me it's important. important. <laughs> Very important. So you're going to take notes, wh whatever that may be for you, notepad, on your phone, physically written. He even said that if you can, you can have mental notes, right? But he recommends writing it down and then it, just to get that in, in your head. So take notes of what the world record holder is doing, right? And you want to check the statistics for various things relevant to the game. So that would be a thing like finding the splits. Yeah. Right? So a split in a speedrun is if you go watch anyone's speedrun, they'll have a timer on the side, and then they'll have different little milestone, mile markers of which are called splits that denote certain milestones that they're trying to meet in the game. So for Pokemon, Pokemon games, it's typically gym leader, rival battle, gym leader, and what these do is they hope to tell you how long should it take me to get to this portion of the game? How long should it take me to do this portion of the game? Yeah, going back to dog percent, some splits are getting each dog. Yeah, like exactly. The dogs, uh, the any percent mm -hmm. speed run is the four main shrines mm. and the tower yes. to unlock the map for that area, but whatever. <laughs> exactly. So that can tell you, maybe you missed a jump, you forgot something. You can see how far behind you are on this split and you run and you can say, can I make up this time in another split, right? So look up those statistics. And another form of statistics too, like material heavy games, right? For Terraria, I need to get a certain amount of materials to make all the swords that I need, right? For the Knight's Edge run. Yeah. So I did the research on, I need this much ore. I need this many bombs. I need this much obsidian. Bombs. Yeah, you actually need bombs because- Is there a bomb sword? No, there's not a bomb sword, but you can get bombs that will blow up blocks, right? Uh, so what you need is there is a boss that you need to beat by crushing whether they're called these hearts, right? But they're in blocks that you can't mine until you get a higher level pickaxe, but the bombs can just go right past that. So you're looking early on to get five to 10 bombs so you can blow up those hearts and keep moving, right? So I did this, I found those statistics. So I got them in my head. It is the brain of Cthulhu. Oh. Mm-hmm. So it's a hard one. I got there, the brain of Cthulhu. I got there in practice uh, one, Cthulhu. one time and uh, it killed me. So <laughs> that shows you how my practice went. <laughs> so research, right? So after we've done our research, we've practiced, it's not the most fun part of speedrunning. No. Right? But it's really important. You'll be glad you did it. I was really glad I spent time watching the world record, wrote down those numbers, so when I was practicing, I didn't have to keep referring back to my sheet and be like, okay, okay, do I have enough of this ore? Do I have this enough iron bar? I, I had it locked in. I did my practice. So step three, you're going to get your baseline, right? Before you can do that, you need a couple of resources. You need a way to record your speed run, and you need a, a timer, yeah. right? And the most commonly used re recording software is called OBS Studio. It is a free and open source software for video recording live streaming. It's necessary because to submit any speed run, we talked about this earlier, to submit any speed run, you have to have proof. Yeah. You're not just going to take any gonna time. You're going to put it on YouTube. You're going to put it on YouTube. It doesn't have to be like, it can be an unlisted video, but the moderators need to prove that you did it. Yeah. 
So that's OBS that can record your screen for you that as you play. And then there are a lot of timers, but the timer that I've seen used a lot and that I used for mine is called Live Split. It is a sleek, highly customizable timer for speedrunners. It has a lot of customization options. You can make splits, you can add different color schemes and backgrounds to it. People just go with the green. Well, most people just go with something simple, but what is really cool, it is a, it'll overlay on top of your game, so you can always see the time as you're running. You can always see your splits as you're doing it. I hope it doesn't overlay on something important. Yeah, it's nice. It's really easy to move around okay. since it's you. there's an option to just put it on top. And there's an option to toggle to lock it as well. So you can pick the spot where it's not covering anything in your game. So those, those are the resources you need. Get that up. Get, get that going. Then do a casual run. Yeah. Right? These, this is where you're going to start practicing your the techniques the glitches the, the the splits in the research that you've been doing right so one of the techniques i had to practice in terraria is oftentimes water will spawn lakes will spawn and you can jump and then sink to the bottom then walk up but if you get platforms and you time it right you can place them on top of the water bounce off of the platform and keep going it's hard. It's like a Minecraft it's thing hard where you have to, to place boats on lava. Yes, it's it's a hard technique, but I was practicing. I was running over and over, over water and trying to practice the plank. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For this one, don't try your hardest to go fast. Don't try to go Just fast. Try Just to practice get those these techniques. Practice the things you were researching. Yeah. So, do a casual run. Abuse the safe states, he says, if you need to. Just keep going, practice over and over. You just want to get a run that you're okay with, right? You want to go beginning to end, get a time. You're going to compare this time for the rest of your practice, and this is going to be your baseline. So as you're practicing, you're going to keep trying to beat that time. It doesn't have to be good. Just be something that you are happy with. Say, I succeeded I in whatever measure that is for you. Let's let's move move on, right? Yeah. So after you've done that, load the world record time in the same way you timed yours, and make and compare. See how they timed. See what they did to succeed, right? And I skipped ahead. We already talked about splits, but see what splits that they used. Yeah. See what splits the world record holders used. And something I found in my research is a lot of the top speedrunners will actually save their loadouts. Uh, and so you can just copy that and be like, and use the splits they use too. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah like Breath of the Wild, most people use the same one. Exactly, right? Make, so that gives you comparison for yourself and the community. So after that, uh, learning time. Step four. Time to practice. It's practice time. Practice, 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 practice. Yep. So. You got your baseline, you went beginning to end, did a little practice, but this is the real practice section. You're gonna break all of those tricks, you're gonna figure out how to do the glitches, the menu operations, whatever you need to learn for your game. Yeah. Right. So for Gotcha Force back here, I looked that up, that's a GameCube game that I have. It wasn't printed much, it's like a thousand dollars, but what they'll do early in the game is they use there's like twenty menus that you use your characters, you move your characters around in and they'll actually move those around in a way to code the game. Oh. So they will code in a specific, it's, the characters are called Borgs, they'll code in the specific Borgs that they need for the rest of the run. So learn Yikes. that. Yikes. It's very, I watched it, it was a very specific like, boom, move this here, move this here, move this here, move this into this menu, move this into this menu, coding. So learn that, tricks. Yeah, with Breath of the Wild, learn. Wind bombs. Wind bombs. Very. Are you able to do wind bombs? No. Like, what is it? You, uh, you have to have your paraglider, a bow, and the bomb runes. Okay. You need to jump off a ledge, go into bullet time, which means you just pull out your bow. Kind of slow mo a little bit. Yeah. yeah. It is very slow mo. Sure. You place a bomb behind you. It will just float in the air yeah. because. Time is slowed. Mm -hmm. You switch to the other bomb, place place that one, which will be in front of the other one, but still behind you. Okay. Go back to the first one, blow up the first one, 
and it'll launch the other one into you, launching you. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. But it's so like very, it sounds like very precise timing. It is very precise timing. So that is what we're trying to practice. I still can't do it. Step four, we're practicing that precise timing. <laughs> I mean, you don't Have you ever been able to do it? Nope. Okay, so we, we're on step. myself up. You and I are on step four. We haven't got past step four then. Yeah. We're at the practice stage. But at this stage, you're trying to build muscle memory. You're trying to get to the point where without thinking, with someone talking to you, you're on stream, you can do this bomb trick, no problem. Yeah. The bomb jump, no problem. I can put those planks over the water, no problem, very precisely. Muscle memory, that's what we're trying to do. We're not worrying about full runs right now, just building muscle memory with those tricks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that's the first sheet. Is it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Ready to send it? Oh. Okay. Got there. It went. It's it went farther. It, it went. It went farther. For you podcast listeners, you never get to see us throw the sheet. So you might have to tune into YouTube to check it out. So the last thing we, I, we should mention here is that, and I touched on it, but if you can do this distracted, while having a conversation, listening to a podcast, music blaring, you're probably pretty good at the technique. Yeah, I can't. I, I just no. can't. I was, I was my, struggling at the plank. Yeah, technique. my brain is too ADHD to do this stuff. <laughs> that's why we're fans. That's why we're viewers. Yeah, that's, that's why, why I watch Point Crow. This guide is to set you, you all up for success. Yeah. So the, the next step five is the angry panda calls the other side of learning. So this is, you, we're practicing tricks. Now we're gonna break the runs up into the sections, into those splits, and practice those whole sections, right? The goal here is do the same as above, but build on some of that muscle memory. So we are building muscle memory for little techniques. We're gonna build muscle memory for whole sections of the game. Yeah, mm -hmm. like learn how to do this very specific thing that has to get you from here to here. Mm -hmm. So whatever your split is, think about, I think about a Pokemon game, right? Uh, whatever your first split is, maybe it's getting to Brock, the first gym leader. Pra getting your Pokedex. Getting your Pokedex, that's a good split. Practice everything in that time frame. And practice another split. You're, you wanna be able to do this whole chunk of the game, muscle memory, yeah. right? So, and the goal of this is so that the simple things, the average things, the bulk of the things you're doing are muscle memory, so you can put your attention on the things that you need to work on. Because there's gonna be techniques that, you're, that are harder for you, yeah. right? But if there are some that you have mastered, yeah. I got this locked in, I can focus on the things I'm struggling most with Most people can do a wind bomb. Most, like, most big speedrunners. You have to, right? It sounds like it's necessary yeah. to get a top time. Yeah, there's also BTB, which is bullet time bounce. Really, what is that one? Uh, it's almost the same, but you don't use bombs, you use a shield, mm. and you have to have an enemy in a very specific, I can't English right now, <laughs> a specific spot, and you jump off an edge, mm -hmm. a ledge, make sure you have your shield on your feet sh using shield surfing. Okay. Pull out your bow, and during bullet time, you'll hit the enemy on the head, and you'll just launch. You just launch? That's cool. So we, step four, we practice those techniques, right? But I guarantee in the Breath of the Wild, there's going to be sections where you use the bullet, what'd you call bullet it? Bullet time bounce. Bullet time bounce, BTB. BTB. You're going to use that. In, in the same section, you're going to use that wind jump as well. Yeah. So that's what we're practicing in step, step five, is putting these techniques together. Yeah, most people use the bullet time bounce as soon as they get the paraglider because mm. there's an enemy that can line up perfectly okay. with where you need it to be. That's perfect. That's super That's super handy for a speed run. Yeah. Thank so, you, Red Boko. Thank you. So the goal here, you're trying to get those cues, those references, the tells in the game that know you're, you're on the right track. So that's step five, more learning. We'll just say it's more learning. Yeah. So what's step six? Uh, it starts. Yeah, we, finally. we finally. got to step six yeah. and we're ready. You're ready to actually start. You're ready to start speedrunning. Look it's at that. It's been 17 hours since you learned about the speedrun. You're ready to finally go. Do it. It's been days. It's been a week. You've been a practicing. Year. It's been a year. You're ready to go. So what you're going to do when it starts, you practice the techniques, you practice the sections, 
time to put it all together. Yeah. You're gonna do a full run, and you're gonna just completely destroy your casual runs. You're gonna destroy that baseline. If you got it all together, we're gonna build some confidence. We're a speed runner now. We're gonna see what that difference is. We're gonna put our muscle memory to the test. We're gonna see what our times are, right? And then we're gonna do this so we get a time we feel really good about. And then we're gonna go look at the world record again. We're gonna see now that we've put ourselves to the test, we pushed ourselves to the limit, how are we comparing? Yeah. Right? You're gonna compare your techniques, your times, you're gonna side by side with that world record run. Where can I save time? What is something that I'm struggling with that they're not? Just do, do a little comparison, yeah. right? And what I really like that a panda said here, an angry panda said here, angry panda. he's angry, remember that, he's just angry, is Very that angry. it's important to, to practice the areas you struggle with, but not too long, right? You never spend too much time practicing specific areas because you'll lose muscle memory for other sections of the game, right? Say you're struggling with a specific thing, practice that a little bit, but not days or a week like we were in the, what, step four? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna practice, but then we're gonna keep doing these full runs. We're gonna keep repeating. But, and someone else in the community, in the post, in the comments, Boris, a corn king. <laughs> Is it a corn king or a corn king? I don't know. I think it's Boris Acorn King on Reddit said in the comments that it's always, always record every single serious attempt. If you are, you're going, you're on step six, always record the attempts because you never know when you're going to pull a rabbit out of the hat and get the record. You never know when you're going to have the God run, as we call it, where everything just works for you. RNG lines up. You're smooth. Like you're focused. You got it, right? And Boris said this, Boris Acorn King said this because he was practicing for, I think it was Spelunky. He was practicing for that, but he didn't record, and he, had, he said I would have had the world record if I was recording. Sucks. <sighs> so sucks. thank you for the advice. We're yeah, sorry to you. learn from your mistakes, Boris. Yeah. But we appreciate it. So Thanks for your mistakes. Thank you. We are going to warn future speedrunners yeah. from your mistakes. Just, so. just listen to him. So we'll repeat that. Always record your serious attempts. If you don't succeed, you can just delete the video, but always record them. So that's step six. We finally started. What's step seven? And that's you. Oh, that is me. Step seven is called the reset trap. Why you should avoid it. Yeah. Don't get caught in the spiral of I, I didn't get I didn't perfect. Get I didn't get it. I didn't I'm get it. Restart. Reset. I gotta Reset. try it again. Oh Reset. I didn't get it again. <laughs> and me being stuck on stage four, I I can I can say that I got in the reset trap a little when I was practicing Terraria. So what will happen is people will begin resetting because they lose a minimal amount of time on a split or, and assume that it's, it's just a wash. Just it's totally impossible to recover. But this is false, right? There, there are many of famous runners who have who've made, messed up and still got the world record. Yeah. and recovered time in a later split. So don't get caught in this reset trap of like, I didn't get that, I didn't get that, let me start over, let me start over. You need to, back to step five, um, you gotta get through these sections. Back to step six, you gotta get through the full runs because maybe you're better at a later split, right? And you can recover that time. So don't get caught endlessly resetting. And and he's, he points out here that resetting repeatedly for even the most minor thing, it'll burn you out really quickly. Oh, yeah. That'll kill your joy for a game very quickly. Even if you love the game, you're resetting over this one thing over and over and over. Like I got, in the, I did 10 practice runs for me. That's nothing for speedrunning, but I wanted to see what it was like. And I was like, man, I'm dying. <laughs> I don't think I'm a speedrunner. I'm dying here. <laughs> I, I'm just a fan. I'm just, just a fan. I just want to watch. We're fans and viewers, and that is okay, right? We're getting it out there, and maybe this will inspire someone to speedrun. If it does, let us know. 
We want to yeah. know how you're doing. Let us. What, what's your record? What's your, what's your record? Life? What's the game that you're playing? Let us know in the comments. Or the email. Or the email, yes, yeah, at shareddiscoveryshow at gmail.com, which we'll tell them again. The or end. the Twitter. Yeah, or the Twitter. We don't have the Twitter. We, we do we have do, it. We do, but we forgot it. forgot to write it down. So you can let us know there, too. So don't get caught in that reset trap. So you're not caught in the reset trap. You're practicing full runs. You're improving. What's step eight? Uh, community help. Turn towards the community, ask for help. Absolutely. The community is very welcoming. Very that. friendly. Very friendly. And Unless you steal their record. Don't don't steal it. The thing is, like, how do you steal a record? Like, you, you get help from someone who's number one, and you just um, get their record. Well, what I found, actually, in doing the research about this is that speedrunning well, big. We said there's 1.5 million people on speedrun.com. That's a very small population of gamers, right? And yeah. then there's 34,000 games. So each game might have a couple hundred people that are playing this game endlessly. So what happens is... A lot of people playing Mario Odyssey, though. Yeah, what happens is that this is the thing they do thousands of times. They want to tell you about it. They want to tell you about this optimization, this technique. They also put their. They want to help you. They also put all their techniques in a YouTube video. Exactly. So they want to help you about it. So if you can reach out to the world record holder, the top five players, ask them about their techniques. A lot of times, I've heard that they'll even hop on Discord calls with you. They'll message with you, and and you can just talk about the techniques and the strategies, and say you get the record. You get a record someone beats your time go ask them go ask them what they did differently because the community loves nerds love talking about what they love right yeah. they look, love talking about the games look at the show look, look at, at the show. show we love talking about games this so it's the community is very helpful and very respectful so don't be afraid to ask for help don't be afraid to ask for those techniques right and if you steal their record it's not stealing a record. You're competing. It's not stealing. You're not taking. Stealing would be, yeah. I I recorded your video and submitted it as mine. Oh, well, yeah, there's that. That's stealing. There's also faking a run. But beating someone else, what I've found is beating someone else in their speed run is just encourages the community to try and try harder. And it, it's like a friendly competition. It's right. not a stealing thing, but there yeah, there have been cases, it's very small, so we won't linger on it too long, but faking runs or copying There's other There's a lot of runs. people who fake Minecraft runs. But, and that's, you know, Poorly. it's a small part of the community, and that's what having good moderators are for. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So step nine, final step here, is called looking up tool-assisted speedrun strategies. So this is called TAS. We touched on this earlier when we talked about the tool developer. And so a speedrun or playthrough composes precise inputs recorded with tools such as a video game emulator. So what this does, what this TAS program does, is it assists the run um, to cr help players hit the goals that are theoretically possible. Right? So these are like hitting like a couple frame input that you need to hit, right? And what you can see on speedrun.com too is there's this category for the tool assisted runs, right? So what you can do is go look at those and see if there's like, is there anything that I could do as a human? I mean, try to implement that into my. There are some mm -hmm. Minecraft speedruns, which is. Um, like predetermined seeds mm. or like this is the most optimized seed we have found yeah try use this one to get yeah. that record for sure that because in those games like i was having that with terraria too is like you have to when you start the run you have to make a new character and generate a new world each time yeah, so that's another part of the always. It's not always the, the, the same, not the consistency there. So these tools, speed runs can add consistency and can you can start looking for strategies. So I think about um, Gen 1 Pokemon games, right? The tool assisted speed run is probably like 10 minutes faster because of the specific inputs that the, up. the game is able to hit oh. that humans aren't able to do. Using right? speed up. 
So what is that? Make game go faster. Mm -mm. Nope, there are just, this is, there are th skips in games that you can do if you hit oh. a precise timing. But humans aren't, we only have so fast of reaction times. So what the tool, tools can do that faster, right? Robots. Robots can do that faster than we can. So what you're gonna wanna do you're, you're approaching the world record. You're up there, you've been practiced. We're, we're on stage nine, we're on step nine. Look what the tools can do. Look what the robots can do and say, I can do that too. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I can implement that into my run. So those are the nine steps. So we'll just go over them real quick, just as a refresher here um, as on the way out. Do you remember them? Step one, uh, pick a game that you yeah, love. Yeah, pick a game. And then a percentage that you want to do. Research. And probably part of picking that is join a Discord. Oh, yeah, join a Discord. Join a Discord. Step two. Research, research, research. Research, research, research. Step three, get a baseline, right? And then step four, learning. A little practice. Learning time. So little this is where you're gonna practice the glitches. The the like the glitches, yeah. the little techniques. Yeah. And step five, here we go, we got a sheet. Yeah. We haven't thrown this off the table yet for the... I, I, I mean... Yeah, so this re recap is actually like recapping from memory here for those podcast lists. We threw the sheet off the table. But step five, you're gonna go in and do more learning or the other side of learning where you're gonna go deeper, you're gonna break up the run into the sections and practice full sections with those techniques. Yeah. And then step six? Start. It starts. It starts. <laughs> you got your baseline. You've been practicing, you're gonna crush that baseline. Oh yeah. And yeah. You're gonna, this is where you're gonna do those full runs, baby. You're gonna go beginning to end, whatever run that is for you. If it's the butter percent, the 100%, whatever dog it is. Percent. Dog percent. You're gonna go beginning to end and you're gonna do that on repeat. You're gonna do a little bit of practice, but not too much, right? You don't wanna lose that muscle memory. Step seven, we wanna avoid the reset trap. Yeah. <laughs> We don't want to get caught in don't, this loop. Don't get caught in the vortex. Don't get caught in the vortex of, I need to start over. I need to start over. I, need to start over. I, I, didn't, I didn't do this exactly perfectly. I'm going to do it again. I think I could gain back a couple seconds, so I'm going to start over. I'm going to gain back a couple milliseconds. Milliseconds. That's when you're really in the reset trap, if you're doing the milliseconds I mean, thing. if you lose like three minutes, then I think it's okay, but... Yeah, uh, it depends. It depends on if, like, think about a legend, Pokemon Legends RCS, a 100% speedrun. That's one, 177 hours. You lose three minutes, whatever. You lose an hour. <laughs> but if you lose three minutes in a Legend of Zelda, like Breath of the Wild, any percent, which is 25 minutes, that might be a watch. But you'll know that because you've done the restream. That's step seven. Your power goes out. <laughs> step eight. What is step eight? Uh, go ask the community. Ask them for help. They're great. They're nice. They want. They love this. They want to tell you about the thing they love. Yeah. And then last na step nine, look up the tool assisted speedrun. See if there's anything that the tools are doing that you can implement into your runs. Yeah. So, I hope that helps you guys. Yeah, it helped me a little it, bit. It helped me a lot. Like as a viewer. I learned a lot about the community. I've been watching speedrun videos, but I've learned a lot of terminology from this, a lot of techniques that I like. I might try, just as a casual gamer, to even just improve at things. So I got a game, I got an idea, a question here for you on the way out, the bottom of the hour. Yeah. Right, I learned that last time. I said top the hour last episode. Yeah. <laughs> so at the bottom of the hour here, we said we're fans, reviewers, but if you had to join a community, speedrunning community, even if it's a fan or viewer, which one would you want to join? I think I'm, I'm gonna stick with fan. You're gonna, you're gonna stick with your answer? Yeah. Okay, you're gonna just, Tears of the Kingdom, we're gonna join that. I, I'm, I'm a casual player for that. I'm casual, we're already part of the I'm community. 60 out, like we're 60 vi hours. We're viewers, right? We're fans, and for me, I think I, 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 in practice, I already did join the Terraria one, yeah. Terraria community. I think another game that I would want to join is Gotcha Force back there, because those speed runs are ridiculous. I watched, I watched a couple of the Any Percent I ones. I watched someone play that game. It's, it's wild watching them use <laughs> a menu to code the game Things inside the game. How long does that game. take? That took them about two minutes, which I'll show you after this video. 
You gotta show I'll me this. Show you. Uh, to do it for me would probably take 30. But that wraps it up. Thank you all for joining us on this episode of Speedrunning, my favorite little part of community of, of gaming. I think it's awesome. Yeah. Shout uh, out to Point Crow. Shout out, out to Point Crow. Small, taught me a lot. Small, small Ant taught uh, me a Doug, lot. Doug. Scott's thoughts. Shout out to the mods, the fans, the runners out there. And shout out to BCTV for letting us put this show on. Yeah. Thank you so yeah. much once again. We have an email that we said earlier. If you want to ask, send us questions, tell us what games you're speedrunning, it is sharediscoveryshow at gmail.com. We're officially on Spotify, but you know that by now 12 weeks later 12 weeks later <laughs> 12 weeks later you know that by now so check us out on spotify we should be on google apple as well leave some reviews leave us some comments there and just want to say thank you for joining us on episode 12 of shared discovery before we go i just want to make sure you guys have fun be kind to others and just play some games and what do you got to tell them be good people be good people i love it i love that it's simple and run, run some games, join the community. That's fantastic. So I think we're, we're good. I'm going to send it. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. I, I failed. And again, come, uh, podcast listeners, come watch us. Come watch the YouTube. Watch us throw the vid these sheets like true podcasters. <laughs> I, I've also, I think I would join probably a Pokemon, Pokemon community if I could. But yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Bye-bye. And stay tuned for Vampires next week. Yeah. We, we just teased that a few episodes ago. We did. <laughs> we did. Um, which Pokemon game would you do? Pokemon Snap. <laughs> Pokemon Snap. That's interesting. So that wraps us up. Thanks for joining, guys. We're just gonna we're just gonna talk about games for the rest of the day. We'll see you next week. Yeah.